Blue Gold Sports is rich in tradition and excellence. It's about the athletes, the coaches, the games, and the history. And it all rolls into one place. It's the Rollin' with the Golds podcast. Your official UWO Claire Blue Golds podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Rollin' with the Golds podcast. I don't think I've ever seen you with those glasses before, man. You're looking studious. I like it. You haven't? I don't think I've ever seen you with with those. Do you know which ones these are? Limited edition 2021 NCAA National Champions. All right. Shout out volleyball. Yeah, I like that. I have like three pairs at home. I can imagine. So You got one? Yeah. All right. It'll be a late Christmas present for you next week. Or maybe a very early birthday. When is your birthday? July. (laughs) That works too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we, we're going to dive right into it because, dude, what a heck of a weekend uh, th- this past weekend here. I know we're going to be talking with some swimmers uh, coming up in the second half of this episode too. Some Wyack champions. Champions. Um, that's again, we've had Coach uh, Annie on before, but what a heck of a weekend for both the men's and women's swimming and diving. Let's lead off right there. With, with those two programs. Well, before we get to that, I kind of want to read some stuff off to you. Okay. Um, yeah. This is how good of a weekend we had. So it was the first weekend in program history where three WIAC titles were won. Mm-hmm. So two swimming, one wrestling. Wrestling. It was the first wrestling title ever, which, yep. shout out Coach Fader. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been pumping his tires the entire year, yep. rightfully so. Almost and, every episode, it seems like. <laughs> right. And they got it done, which yep. is awesome. Uh, we'll probably get to them yep. a little later. First Wyack swim sweep since 2011. Mm. So the first time a Wyack school has taken both the men's and the women's titles. Um, it was first time for EC sweeping the titles since 1999. Last time three sports won a title in the same year was 2011. Mm. So really, so three winter sports. Yeah, last oh. was 2011. I believe it was. It was basketball and the sword. And the, yeah. No, basketball. Gosh, what was Maybe that? hockey? Basketball, hockey, and swim, I think. Okay. Um, we had 28 individual champions, so that does not include relays. Yeah. But then once you toss in the relay winners this weekend, 43 total blue golds took home wow. championship medals this past weekend wow. between swimming and wrestling. You so, put it in the perspective of that way. That's unreal. That's unbelievable. That's that's a fantastic weekend. They got it done. Yeah, they did. They got it done. Yep. So, yeah, diving right into swimming, what a, I mean, it was one of those things where, and we'll talk with the swimmers, because I want to get what their perspective is, because our perspective from the office is, like, after day two, both teams were up by, like, 125 points, mm. and we're like, it's over, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> this is kind of a landslide. So I, I, I want to get what their perspective is because when it comes to scoring and everything like that, it does get into the, it does kind of, I don't know if like 125 points is like a huge margin mm-hmm. or not. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like gymnastics where where I said I thought it looked like it was like a few points, but you said no, it's actually a little bit bigger, right? Like like a five a five point difference in gymnastics is actually like it's like pretty big, right? Whereas like I mean in Simpler terms, like a five-point lead in basketball is way different than like a five-goal lead in hockey. Right. Right. Yep. So it was It was just – it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I was texting Coach Ryder um, all day Saturday, 
and not all day Saturday because she was coaching, but all night Saturday after they won it, and seeing some of the videos of of the men's and women's team jumping into the pool afterwards, and just just couldn't be happier for that team. The women going back to back, the women, the men winning their first title since '99, mm-hmm. breaking points, twenty three year streak. Yeah, which that's I had, unreal. Which too. I had some, yeah. other, I had some other. People from other schools reach out and be like, thank you. It's like, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> That's awesome to hear that. <laughs> so just an overall stellar, stellar weekend um, mm-hmm. from from both both teams, both sides. Um, program records, school records, meet records. I mean, you name it. Mm-hmm. Everybody showed up, showed out, and rightfully so. They captured both titles. So I'm looking at the, the schedule here now. Because the NCAA championships are middle of March, but they got is it the the diving zones they they call it the NCAA diving zones on here? Yeah, so those are so diving zones are like regionals. Okay, so it's just like an extra opportunity. I believe it's just an extra opportunity for the divers to just get into the pool and okay and compete to hit their cuts. Gotcha. So I'm probably gonna butcher this. I probably should know this, but. We just found out about this yesterday because swimming's a weird one. Mm-hmm. It, it, it always is. So good question for our guest, though. Too right. Yeah. So like in and I'll use this. I'll, I'll compare it to track. So like for track, the last chance meets kind of sort last of last chance meets. But when it comes to nationals for track mm-hmm. and even for conference, you have to have a, you. It's like the top how many times in the nation they automatically qualify for it. Okay. Right. So for track for the men, it's like the top twenty twenty five times for the sixty meter dash. And the indoor, those those twenty five twenty individuals get get invites to the, to the national meet. For swimming, if you hit if you hit a certain mark, there's zone cuts. It's there's a A cut and a B cut. And from my understanding, if you hit an A cut in an event, so say you hit hit the A cut A cut in the two hundred yard backstroke. You get you get to go to nationals for that, but mm-hmm. then you also get to choose two events you also want to swim in. Okay. But I don't know how that goes because if I if I reach the two hundred back two hundred yard backstroke, but then I want to do like the two hundred yard free. Mm-hmm. Like, what if I'm awful at the free? Am right. I just taking somebody's spot? We'll have to ask our our guests coming up here once the experts, right? Yeah, it's Less. weird, but it is weird. nonetheless, they are swimming fast. They yes. are swimming strong. Um, and they're kind of just, I mean, they've been blowing teams out all year. Right. But, like, looking at the times throughout the year, they just, it, 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 it's almost like, it's almost like the track team where they're just, they're seeming to peak at the right time. Mm-hmm. They really are. So. Not only track, but maybe the wrestling team, too. Right. Yeah, so at the right time. So yeah, shout out swim and dive. That was it was it was fun to watch, fun to to follow follow along, mm-hmm. and and just they are they're beyond excited and yeah they'll they'll I think it's they'll wait a couple of weeks to see where they land for nationals. Yep. yep, and then from there they'll just they're chosen great great mm-hmm. awesome good deal. So the other one wrestling another fantastic weekend. Uh, First time, as you already mentioned, program history, YAC Championship, sharing it uh, with, with uh, lacrosse over there, but still, first time. We've talked about it how many times about where this program was not that long ago. Not a lot of wrestlers. Coach Fader comes in, rebuilds the program, 
this season alone, he has had some great uh, rest. I mean, a lot of wrestlers out there going across the nation, competing at the highest levels. And we get to the WIAC championships. We talked about it last week, you know, with the goals and what's on their mindset. They came through and they got it done. They did. They got it done. And it, it came, it was, it was a, it was a team effort. It really was, you know, I'm sorry. I have the hiccups. This is awful. This what are you is, nervous about there, man? I have no idea. I really don't. Um, but three individual champions, uh, Izzy Balsiger, which that story, we have to have Izzy on. Yeah, we I, do. We're going to. Mm-hmm. I know we talked a little bit about last week, but we got to get him Next on couple too. weeks. And maybe yeah. we'll wait until wrestling season kind of dies down because I know that they're busy and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm actually surprised we even got swimmers with them still in season. Right. But um, Izzy Balsiger. Winning, winning at at the 125 mark, first 125 pounder champion we've had since 2003. Uh, Jared Stricker, winning, winning at the 174. Um, I believe Jared's the first blue gold to win three titles. I think that's what we talked about. Mm-hmm. He's the first blue blue gold ever to win three WIAC championships, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yep. And then Connor Collins. Um, who was actually named Wrestler of the Meat, uh, won at the 184-pound, um, and just, I mean, he upset the ninth-ranked kid out of lacrosse for the title, first mm-hmm. career title as a senior. I mean, again, they are just, they're rolling. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, as you mentioned, peaking at the right time, get a, get an off week here to kind of get ready for uh, the Midwest Regionals and point uh, in a couple weeks yeah. coming up here. But. It was weird because... That that decision literally came down to the last match. So it came down to the 285 match. We had 160, what do we have? 160, I'm trying to go through the math again in my head because I was looking at it. I think we had like 157, 157 points, mm-hmm. and the cross had 154 coming into the last match. So we had the title before the last match. Okay. And then our 285er unfortunately took the loss. In the in the championship, which nothing against him, mm-hmm. it it he took second as as a freshman, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like very very tall task, especially you know against lacrosse. Um, and so lacrosse ended up winning that one. They grabbed which what must have been seven and a half points. Mm-hmm. We grabbed four and a half points. Both teams ended at one sixty one and a half, and then there was apparently just chaos <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know that the Wyack has had a tie <laughs> for okay. first in like forever. Yeah. And so a lot of like, what do we do here? Sort of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was talking to some staff at Platteville and they were, they were like, uh, who gets the trophy? <laughs> who, who are we announcing? And so the decision was made by the conference office that's for co-champions, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, I kind of was funny to watch the watch the live stream. Uh, lacrosse went up on the podium, took their picture, and then they reluctantly gave the trophy over to Coach Fader and the squad. And yeah, they all hopped up <laughs> on the podium and took their team photo too. So nice. So you got to get a duplicate trophy. I would. Up? I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, because... or just give it to us. Like right. Exactly. Who you, has it right now? That school down south has enough. Right. Yeah. Like. Thank you. Share the wealth. You after, yeah, finally. I caught it. myself, all right? I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me, but who has a trophy right now? That's a good question. I I actually don't know. You have to get on the, on the uh, hunt for that one. 
The swimmers do. Swimmers I know do. That. Yeah, exactly. So uh, before we get to the swimmers here quick, we got hockey uh, also kind of going on here too. We're getting ready for some postseason, some WIAC uh, action too. So um, this should be a, a fun battle coming up Semi-final here. Semi-final hockey weekend down at Hobbs. Mm-hmm. It happens every year. Yep. It's the best. It's the best. It really is. So women took an unfortunate, unfortunate loss last weekend um, against River Falls. Tough. I mean, credit to River Falls. That team, twenty five and zero. Yeah, that team's good. They they really are, and they they stuck it to the Blue Golds. Um, they're gonna be a hard team to beat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just flat out, you know. And it's one of those one of those things where that was us a couple years ago, where we just you couldn't beat us. Mm-hmm. And so, but they got to take care of business at home first. Uh, they the women get uh, UW Superior Friday Saturday, mm-hmm. two p.m. puck drop for both of those. Um, how the WIAC works, because there's not as many teams in the tournament. It is a two-game series. If the teams split, there's a 20-minute mini-game played after Saturday after Saturday's game mm-hmm. um, to decide the winner. I'm not too fond of it. I think it's... You don't like that uh, quick action, high-intensity? It's kind of weird. I, I agree with you. I, so. here's Here's my opinion. A twenty, a one-period game, after playing sixty minutes, should not decide who advances. It shouldn't, mm-hmm. and and if if that's the case, make it a Thursday, Friday, Saturday thing. Oh yeah, and then you know have the Sunday game just in case, right? Sort of thing. Yep. Make Saturday optional. Mm-hmm. I I don't know, like for me and like. Selfishly, like, and if we don't have to play Saturday, great. Right. That frees up my Saturday a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> With everything else going on. Right. But none, nonetheless, that's that's how it goes. Um, again, I don't get paid enough to make those rules. So, um, <laughs> it sounds like you're putting in your ring in the hat, though, for maybe making those rules. My ring in the hat? Yeah. Your ring. What did I say? Hat in the ring. Hat in the ring. Well, no, you said ring in the hat. Yeah. And it is hat in the ring. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't. I don't want that job. I don't. No, uh, Danielle Harris can keep that. I, <laughs> I, I love her. She's great. She's done great things for this conference and is always actively not only vouching for for us but for the rest of the WIAC. And mm-hmm. there's some big things coming coming Sweet. from the conference office. But that's for another yeah another time. Awesome. Maybe we'll see if we can get her out here. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Um, but yeah, but then it's it's doubleheader weekend down there. Mm-hmm. Um, men, we get the I ninety four War ninety four mm-hmm. rivalry series postseason edition. Uh, the men will take on Stout Friday and Saturday seven thirty puck drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, push back a little half hour uh, just because um, we have to allow time if there were that mini game or overtime and right. the rink staff needs enough time to to reset the rink and everything like that. So absolutely, that's gonna be a good series. Um, Winner of that series will then take on the winner of River Falls and Point. Okay. Point's got the one seed, so if they advance, championship will be over at Stevens Point. Gotcha. If they don't, back at Hobbs. Yes, sir. If there we win, go. it's it's going to be this weekend is going to be packed. Mm-hmm. I have I have I have a very good feeling we could hit some crazy marks for attendance, and the band's going to be there Friday night for the men's game. It it's going to be mm-hmm. it's going to be a, a great atmosphere. Awesome. Uh, and then, really quick, before we get to our guests here, we got the WIAC Indoor Championships for track and field this yes. weekend too. So. Yep. And again, I mean, like Coach said, it's just it's one of those things where 
he'll send who he wants. Mm-hmm. Might not be our, our, our top people, but yep, it's an extra opportunity to, to get better. See mm-hmm. where we're at in the in the year, and mm-hmm. they'll they'll go over and compete. It's over at Whitewater. Yep. So, Cashel Fieldhouse, mm-hmm. and then they've got the is it the national championships a couple weeks after that, like middle-ish of March, I believe. Right. They'll probably episode. add in like a last chance meet here or there. Okay. Which is funny because we were talking about swimming. Jeez, Jason yesterday goes, oh, maybe we should add a last chance meet ourselves for swim and dive just so we can hit some faster marks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Annie, Annie would, would want that, but. I love his mindset, though. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so yeah, we're we're getting to the thick of it for winter sports as far as postseason goes. Um it's 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 a great time, mm-hmm. and then uh, lastly, gymnastics heading down to DeKalb, Illinois. Uh, get a little little bit of a special treatment. Taking mm. on some D one schools. Ooh, Northern Illinois, Illinois State, and Alaska. Wow. All right. So still a lot of a lot of good stuff happening, especially uh, these teams still active in the postseason run too. So speaking of the postseason run, let's talk with uh, some swimmers who yes, had sir. a fantastic weekend and. Uh, We'll uh, catch up with them and kind of look uh, to what's what's next for those uh, individuals. First up, though, quick break from a word or a word from our sponsors, and then uh, we'll continue our conversation talking some swimming and diving after this quick break. Let's raise a glass to the greatest gas rewards program. We're excited to share Festival Foods Gas Rewards includes beer, wine, spirits, and more. So everyone can load up the cart with their favorite beverages and load up on rewards for quick trip gas. Our aisles are stocked with everything from local breweries and international wineries to craft cocktail kits and refreshing seltzers. So get ready to fill up and save big. Cheers to that. Festival Foods, local since 1946. Milwaukee Burger Eau Claire is the perfect place to smash some post-game bloodies, beers, and of course, burgers. Superior service complements our golf ball-sized cheese curds, monstrous burgers, and an over-the-top beer selection, all served with scanitude the way it should be. Milwaukee Burger Eau Claire. BSN Sports, a proud supporter of Blue Gold Athletics, is the largest provider of team sports equipment and apparel in the country. With more than 40 sales pros that live and service schools in every corner of Wisconsin and beyond. BSN would like to thank all of the supporters of Blue Gold Athletics that share our passion for enhancing the student experience. While BSN Sports is the best at equipping athletes, coaches are the best at equipping lives. And that's the real final score. Learn more about how BSN can save you time off the field and the court, giving you more time to impact lives of student-athletes. Contact your local BSN Sports sales pro today or visit bsnsports.com. We're back, and we're going to be talking some swimming and diving. Nick, why don't you introduce uh, the two swimmers we have in studio right now? Swimmers, I call them WIAC champions. Okay, sorry. Right? I mean, you gotta, you got to give them their props. So, right, yeah, we got a pair right. of... Uh, <laughs> pair of swimming divers uh, from the Blue Gold, Blue Gold Swim and Dive team, Ian Olson and Sidney McGuire, coming off a wonderful weekend out in Brown Deer, Wisconsin, both the men and the women capturing WIAC championships. The women went back-to-back. The men winning for the first time since 1999. So, Ian, Sydney, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here. Appreciate that. So, uh, first of all, Sydney, i got to ask, what kind of coffee do you got? Oh, it's... um. Oh, what was it? Caramel cream cold brew from Einstein's on campus. Okay. Caramel, what kind did you get today there, Nick? Uh, 
It's caramel high rise. Okay, so we got a little caramel theme going on here. All right, <laughs> just make it. Do you drink coffee there? I yeah. do. I'm a big uh, sweet cream cold brew Starbucks. Nice. Yeah. That sounds like my wife's kind. That, yeah. That's yeah. usually my go-to. It's yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. See me. I'm just uh, black. Or that. Yeah. Or that. I can do Boring. That. <laughs> Mature. <laughs> or another See, word I say that. Old. I say that, but like that's usually my go-to as well. Yeah. For high coffee. I'm just old now. <laughs> 37 so hey yeah. your words not mine yeah i'm realizing that every day now so uh well guys thanks for uh coming in and again congratulations on a on a fantastic weekend uh this past weekend so uh first up though tell us a little bit about where you guys are from uh kind of you know maybe some of your prep prep history high school history did you wrestle or uh, wrestle uh swim or dive in we were talking wrestling a little bit earlier uh did you swim or dive in in high school clubs or, or anything like that just kind of give us a little bit of a background of uh where you came from and how you got there i guess you're up first she uh right. she gave yeah, you yeah i get the nod <laughs> um yeah so i'm actually from chippewa falls went to chippewa falls high school i started swimming for the y when i was about five years old um it was just the Chippewa Y back in the day, and then just recently now, mm-hmm. the Eau Claire Y and the Chippewa Y emerged. So, uh, yeah, started swimming when I was five, swam in high school, the middle school programs, all that good stuff. So, then I ended up here. Yeah. All right, you're up now, Sydney. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm from Huntley, Illinois. It's like four hours away. Uh, and I started swimming in high school, like the summer before high school. So I did gymnastics before, but then I broke myself. So they're like, well, you can swim. You so, broke yourself? Well, my back was broken. But oh, my it was, God. like, not one instant. It was, like, over time. Okay. And it hurt really bad, and then they found uh, yeah. out it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it would hurt really bad. So. Yeah. So then they were like, well, you can swim. So I took swim lessons, and here we are. So you <laughs> you started, like, just swimming right before high school? And yeah, I mean, line? I knew how to swim, like, to survive. I okay. just learned the strokes. Okay. And then, wow, that's it. Like, it wasn't kind of the opposite of you, yeah. Ian, there a little bit. So, well, that's a different path. Sorry, I knew how to swim to survive. I've never heard that. That is, well, that is like, hilarious. <laughs> Makes me think of my own swimming skills. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to doggy paddle? Is that pretty much it? Yeah, I don't know if you call it doggy paddle. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I took swimming Keep my head above water. Time. Yeah. Could swim after a boat if it gets loose from the rope or something yeah. like that. Okay, now we won't go down there, Nick. <laughs> now you're going to one of my biggest fears. What in the water? Drowning. Oh, that's one of your biggest fears. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Why does that sound seem crazy? I didn't say it. I just the look you gave me. Snakes are my biggest fear, but there you go. So yeah. <laughs> my my biggest fear actually is probably deep ocean. Like okay. deep water, like yeah, open okay. water. Now we're gonna get on a tangent here <laughs> because this is where I get weird looks all the time. I'm not scared of it, but it freaks me out when you mention deep water, like not seeing the end. Yeah, yeah. And whales can't do it. Yes, <laughs> massive. They're massive. Thank you. They're this is huge. Thank you. Uh, Nothing should be that big underwater. Yeah. And when you can't see it, and then they like jump out. Yeah. It's freaky. No, terrible. Thank terrifying. you, Ian. Terrifying. Thank you. Terrifying. Yes. Whales freak me out because nothing should be that big and in underwater. Yep. Yep. See? I found my <laughs> new best friend right now. Like, I get weird looks every time nope. I say that. No, I'm I'm right there with yeah. you. Yep. Thank you. All right. Ian, you and me now. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> fine. Sydney and I will go drink our caramel cold brew. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, Ian, you mentioned you mentioned something interesting, the swimming at the Y. 
I, I used to work at a Y. I was at a, I was a sports director for for a couple of years, and the swim program was huge. Yep. Uh, you know, the weekends and and all that. I mean, it was dedication. I think when we had Coach Ann on, and we were talking about she used to coach. Was it lacrosse? I, I think uh, the the club YMCA or somewhere down. What there. school? Yeah, yeah, that that, that school. Um, <laughs> the one that with with an L over there. Inside joke. Yeah. But, I mean, how big is – I mean, I think for a lot of people, you know, in basketball you hear AAU tournaments and, and all that. Swimming, it seems like, for the why, that, that's that's huge for, for that. Can you talk about your experience a little bit with that? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's pretty comparable to uh, that AAU season. Uh, and, you know, I have a lot of friends that played hockey, and it was, I mean, meets pretty much every weekend. You're, mm-hmm. We're going to – around here we were either in lacrosse, we were in Wausau, we were in – you know, Ladysmith, we'd go yeah. all over the place, down to Milwaukee, pretty much every weekend, practice mm-hmm. every day after school. Um, right. Yeah, and it's it's huge. It's grown so much. I think it's just so uh, such a convenient sport for uh, not only kids to get into, but I think parents like to get their kids into it, too, just for mm-hmm. that safety aspect yep. in the water, and then they end up really liking it, and mm-hmm. it's pretty low impact too i think which yeah keeps a lot of people in it exactly uh, well less injuries. Yeah. speaking of less injuries and low impact <laughs> so <going over> to, <laughs> to, to the flip side Speak there for yourself <laughs> <laughs> so i mean anyone i mean so what was it that drew you, you mentioned that they said well you can swim but what did something else draw you to that or were you just like a competitor i want to do something and and that was an option i mean what was it that drew you to to, to go swimming or try swimming um well, I did gymnastics competitively, and that was like 22 hours of practice a week. Yeah. And so That's another big one in the Y, too, isn't it, gymnastics? Yeah, uh, I remember a little bit. I did it through club, but okay. I don't know. Yeah. But I know they have it at Y's, too. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I was just losing my mind because I was really bored. Yeah. And so I, I was going to the chiropractor like three times a week, and I was like, what can I do? And he's like, well, you could swim. And I was like, okay. So then I just did it right away. Mm-hmm. But also my neighbors, we had like a – above ground pool in our backyard and we'd swim in it every summer and they all did the f- summer club just for fun like every summer mm-hmm. and they're like it's so fun you should do it so then my brother and i did it okay. for that summer and that's what got me into it okay so like you mentioned your brother Ian, did you have any i mean you started young at five was there family uh or were you the first swimmer in your family because yeah. a lot of times we hear it's like well my parents did it or yeah. brothers and sisters did no, it i'm uh i'm a first i'm a first swimmer it was honestly my parents are both uh, educators in the school district, so okay. they could send me on the bus to the Y after school and mm-hmm. uh, send me to swim practice so they didn't have to worry about me. And, uh, <laughs> uh, they got done with work. That was pretty much the appeal. But, yeah, did the swimming lessons, ran out of swimming lessons. Where, like I was the only one that signed up for the swimming lessons, and then Kathy Krula, the old aquatic director at the Triple Y, was like, oh, just, just join swim team. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. First, yeah, my parents, uh, they were not swimmers. No. Yeah? No. So my brother did it, but he's younger. Yeah? He... So with kind of a question for both of you, you mentioned your brother. Like, when did you, were your parents involved in swimming? So, okay, so for both of you, when your parents watch you, do they understand what's going on? You know, it's, it's like point-wise or, or anything like that? It, it's definitely, definitely gotten better. My dad yeah. actually, you know, they got... My dad got tired of sitting in the bleachers for you know eight hours every weekend, so he decided to get his officiating 
certification so he could get paid to go to the really place with me. That's look at that that's that a smart way to do yeah. that yeah if i'm gonna go i'm gonna get paid to do it so. <laughs> that's awesome yeah uh what was the question again do oh my parents you, yeah. my parents no they did not know anything about that um but my dad very much so likes to be involved um yep. in everything we do with sports so like in gymnastics he was always kind of like and he's not like some parents are a little too much but mm-hmm. he was like coaching me but he doesn't actually know anything um and he does the same <laughs> he does the same thing with swimming um but yeah they don't really know anything about it other than they just pick up as time goes on and i talk to them about it but, mm-hmm. yeah kind of go with how the general cheers maybe go to with with the crowd like must be a good thing going on yeah. right there sort of thing so is does sydney have a smile on her face i think i should be celebrating yeah <laughs> <laughs> so okay Tell us a little bit about your experiences. You know, you guys both swam in high school, it sounds like. What's the biggest difference that you've noticed or you've experienced maybe from the high school level to the college level right now? What Was there a big difference? Was there a big, you know, maybe something you had to get used to a little bit? What, what, what would you say was the biggest difference to get used to? Uh, yeah, I guess I, I really enjoyed my high school swimming. We had a smaller t- – or. My freshman and sophomore year, we had a bigger team. It was about 25, 30 kids. But as years went on, the numbers kind of went down. So, like, we were a pretty close-knit group mm-hmm. um, in high school. Was, and we had a lot of fun. Uh, I, I'd say the the biggest difference, the jump, not really any difference in that camaraderie. But it, training with the girls, I think, like, just being a much bigger team and then just like having to balance those classes right away, figuring out your schedule and how to manage a college course load as well as practices on top of practices, on top of practices, on mm-hmm. top of lifts, on top of practices. <laughs> so a lot more practices. Um, but yeah, that was, it was, it was a pretty easy adjustment. I would say it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't too much different team wise, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, I would say, kind of the same so our high school team was not very good um and so we did a lot less practices they weren't super hard because we only had three lanes to swim in with 24 people oh geez (laughs) so you could only do so much before you were lapping people Mm -hmm. so from high school to here it was different in that sense but as far as like the team goes i definitely because when i wasn't in high school i do club and so those practices were harder but it wasn't very team oriented like the clubs I went to were so small, we barely did relays. Okay. Whereas in high school and here especially, obviously it's way bigger here, but mm-hmm. um, definitely the team aspect. It makes it, I think it makes it a lot more fun. Yeah. Well, that's awesome to hear that too. Well, you didn't do relays back then, but you did relays this weekend. Both of you did, and both of you came away with, with championship crowns in those relays. Kind of just talk us and the listeners through... What's the vibe like going into a relay? Because we've we've had we've had track athletes on, and you know, talking about like the four by four is you know you, you do your best, so the next person behind you um, <clears throat> has has the best chance to do their best, and and obviously keep ahead of everybody else. Same mentality, pretty much for for the relays. Um, I would say it, it's a little different from that. I think just because so I mean we have freestyle relays where everyone's doing freestyle, but then we have medley relays where each person does a different stroke. So it right. kind of feels like you have your own role, you have your own job to do. Um, I I love relays. Like I love being on a relay, especially at that those conference meets. 
like in that environment is unbelievable you you get more excited for anything or for a relay more than anything just it's the environment's crazy you get to do the walkout through the all the other teams and the, you get to pick a walkout song and oh nice what song do you guys got i'm big on that i actually this is this room is a little you know it's hurting me i've had the bulls uh, Spirus. Yes. I, yeah. Oh, I, dude, you and me right now. I, yeah, we did that. The Alan Parsons. <laughs> yeah, pro- yes. the Alan Parsons project. Nineties hoops, man. Yep. That's oh yeah. yeah. Oh, big, yep. big bulls, bears, all yep. that stuff. So, um, and then my dude, that was my walkout at my wedding song. Really? So, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, <laughs> that is yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did that one, and then we did uh, "Read Me My Rights" by Brantley Gilbert. So, nice. A little country, a little country rock. So, yeah. yes, it, it's so awesome. No, that, that, just the environment. If you ever. Like see a video on YouTube or something mm-hmm. you should watch because it's it's pretty crazy. You were nodding your head quite a bit in there with the relays too, so yeah. That's... No, I pretty much agree. Um, I like doing a relay start, especially which I don't usually do often, but I got to this year. Um, and just seeing everybody on the side like screaming for everyone going in front of you, and it's like, well, shoot, this will be embarrassing if I don't do well. <laughs> like I gotta go. Um, and it definitely gets you going for sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, our walkout songs are a little, little different. Yeah, what is yours now? I gotta, I gotta. Well, <laughs> we're a little weird sometimes. So <laughs> for one of them, we did Thomas the Tank Engine, <laughs> and the other one was Star Wars, like the oh, like the main Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> I love where this just is a, going right just now. Just a complete yeah. vibe change. Thomas I know, the Tank right? Engine. Yeah. <laughs> So what I mean, you guys realize to me, like you mentioned starting in that too, but like kind of go through the the timing of it all because I feel like that would almost be like nerve wracking for for somebody like me. It's like you know jumping too soon or you know too late or, or, or whatever. I mean, is it a little nerve wracking though too to to be in those relay races? Uh, I think I think like at our age. I mean, I know Sydney started a little later, but like you've been doing relay exchanges for. Mm-hmm. a lot like you've done them a lot so at this point i don't even think about it's like second nature essentially early just mm-hmm. because i don't even want that thought in my head i've done so many i've been mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not gonna put that even in the air just so you get you have your timing it's not gonna change you know you you pretty much it's muscle memory yeah. basically so mm-hmm. i i like to push it you know yep <laughs> haven't gotten called for it so <laughs> Must be doing something right. I'm right. doing it right, right? <laughs> exactly. I feel like we're a little different. Um, we definitely don't push it. <laughs> um, mostly because I guess our we are a little more nervous, if you will. Um, and so, like, knowing that if you mess up and do DQ the race, then that's, like, a huge problem. Not mm-hmm. that it's even likely. But I don't think we've ever been close, especially mm-hmm. at conference. Like, it really is second nature. It's just, like... Some people get in their heads about it. <laughs> <laughs> what as for for and the reason I asked this is because I was re- I read a book a while ago uh, and and it was a book that told different stories from from different athletes and there was uh, Michael Phelps I was reading a little bit about about him and some you know what kind of goes through his mind you know while he's swimming and you know maybe some of the obstacles that that goes through I remember one time he talked about I think it was actually the Olympics. You know, water was leaking through his goggles while he was racing, but he can't change anything, you know, kind of overcoming that and all that. But, like, what 
do you guys think of anything like what's going through your mind when you're swimming? I mean, is it something you keep pushing yourself or you kind of like, are you able to close, close it out? You know, because it feels like for swimming, if something does kind of pop up, like water leaking through your goggles, you even think about that for a second. It seems like, well, you're already behind the competition or something like that. So what's your mindset, I guess, like while you're swimming, while you're racing? I'm, I feel like I'm pretty 50-50, honestly. Sometimes I just black out, and it's mm-hmm. just... Uh, You're in the zone, I'm essentially. I'm out, and then yeah. I'm there again. Um, I So I swim breaststroke, so I count my strokes. I'm like a five, five strokes, six strokes, depending on the race. So I'm usually just thinking about my strokes. I feel like I tell myself, like, all right, here we go. Like I feel like I say that to myself yeah. a lot in my head, just kind of as like a self-motivating thing but i i don't know i think once you the goal once you get to those big races is you shouldn't really be have to think about too much just because you know Mm -hmm. you know what you've done you know where you're you're at so you just trust it and yeah i don't think i think about too much Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i think same um especially for like the 50 free that one you just black out (laughs) you just go and hope it works out um and then some of the other races, I'll definitely try and focus on specific things I've been working on throughout the season just so that, like, I don't freak out about, some, like, the right. race itself. So I'll be like, okay, we need to do good turns and mm-hmm. good walls because we've been working on that. And then at the end of the race, when it hurts, <laughs> I just tell myself that we died all season to, like, so just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. definitely helps. <laughs> yeah, because even, like, uh, there was, he was talking about, you know, whether he had to shorten up his stroke just to to reach a certain point or, you know, but he talked a lot about like, you know, the consistency of, of the, of the, you know, length and, you know, that, but then there'd be certain times like, okay, should I do that? Even though it might back, you know, kind of result in a negative thing. It seems like sometimes there is different thought process you have to go through your head to, to kind of figure that out. I think one of his most, Michael Phelps's most notable races, if you go back and watch it, it was, there's like a hundred fly that mm-hmm. did during his like 2008 run, and if you go back and watch the finish, it came down to like a hundredth him and the yeah. guy yep. next to him. And if you watch it, the guy next to him decided to take the long stroke in, mm-hmm. and Phelps took the extra stroke, half stroked it, yep. short stroked it, and that's like won the race. So it's yep. like all those things are kind of going through your head, but they're like not really. I don't know. You kind of just do it. Yeah, right? it's just a, a, a natural instinct. But yeah. I think that was one of his, like, mm-hmm. that was what saved his big medal run in, like, 2008 was that, like, decision at the very end to yeah. take that short stroke into the wall. But, yeah. Because I think, didn't he, like, race before that? So he was, like, like yeah. just exhausted or yeah. something like he that. Had, I like, think he had, probably, talked. like, three races. Yeah. Or something crazy. But, exactly. Yeah. It's just reading some of his stuff. I don't know if you guys, you know, I don't want to, like, pigeonhole it because you're just swimming. So you guys must, you know, follow Michael Phelps or anything <laughs> no, like yeah. that. But. Yeah. It's interesting to hear some of, like, his training and what he yeah. kind of went through in that. And it's like, no, thank you. <laughs> he, he he definitely was on, like, the extreme end, I think. Mm-hmm. of Like, reading that, uh, you wouldn't want to, like, try and get someone into swimming with, <laughs> with the Michael Phelps regimen. But, he yeah, he definitely, uh, mm-hmm. he didn't take training lightly. Right, yeah. <laughs> what what for, for you guys, what is kind of the main, you, you mentioned a little bit earlier, workout. You know, is it weight? Is it endurance? I, I got to imagine it's probably a little bit of a mixture in there. But is there, like, a, a certain style, maybe, of workouts that you guys really focus on for, for your events? Yeah, so 
I guess our our practices are broken up uh, by threes every day, so there's two practices a day. But there's a sprint set, a stroke, like a, a mid distance stroke, and then or or an IM, and then there's a distance set. So that stroke set's going to be a lot more anaerobic, a lot more sprinting, more rests, um, short fast stuff. The two stroke, like we both swim two stroke and. The 50 freestyle, so um, we're usually either in that sprint or the stroke, which is maybe a little bit more endurance work, um, some anaerobic mm-hmm. threshold in there. Um, but those those distance guys are just ripping out yards for two yeah. hours. How? Constantly. <laughs> I have no idea. I had, to, I, I had to do a couple at the beginning of the year at an injury, and I had to come back, so I was trying to – get back into shape and it was terrible yeah awful i can imagine it was awful. <laughs> yeah uh yep i don't have too much to add although we do we also lift twice a week okay. and i personally find that really helpful i think it depends because i sp- sprint mostly and so i find that really helpful i feel like stronger in the water mm-hmm. um i could absolutely never do distance that is like <laughs> I would absolutely quit. But they're so good. Like, our distance team on both sides is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, they're a huge reason why we won on both sides. They go, like, one through five on the podium mm-hmm. in some events. So, yeah. Is a lot of upper body workouts or? It's kind of a mix, I think. Is we it? did a lot of, like, split squats this year. Um, but then we'll also do a bunch of pull-ups. Okay. Pretty big. But, so, I think it's all over. Okay, because I think a lot of people probably just assume it's a lot of upper body, like maybe not, you know, following someone was like, oh, you're using your arms all the time. You gotta, gotta yeah. be buff at the top or something like that. Yeah, we we I would say we focus a lot full body. And mm-hmm. Shout out, shout out to Cody. Cody's gets us to where <laughs> we need to be. Um, but we I I would say we focus full body. Yeah, we do a lot of like uh, standing vertical jump even just okay. to get like the reaction time off the block and. Mm-hmm. Um, shoulders are obviously super important. Yeah, yeah, we're hitting pretty much, pretty much everything. So to kind of feed off that, I know I'm taking probably your time over there. Today, yeah, you but, are. Uh, but, <laughs> What's um, new? Um, but you know, kind of feeding off that, and maybe kind of a little bit of adjustment, maybe like for for you, Cindy, when you got to how much is like diets and you know, like what you put in your body, eat, you know, transition on 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 the water because I. I can't do it. I I want my burgers and you know and and all that stuff. And I've made that mistake of trying to carbo load before a basketball game and puked in the locker room <laughs> a half hour in there. So you know, but is that something that you guys have to think about? You know, while you're in season or maybe off season too? Or I mean, we've we've talked about this with a lot of athletes. You know, with the staff that you guys got over there and and all that. How how big of adjustment maybe was that for for you too? Or were you a little used to it maybe for you because of all your years in swimming? I. I would say we get a little bit of grace yeah. just because, <laughs> I mean, we're it's such a cardio-intense sport. We're burning so many calories. It's pretty hard to keep up if you're not mm-hmm. eating a lot. Right. Granted, what you're eating, I think, is very important. Like eating pounding cheeseburgers every day is yeah. going to get you very far. Like you gotta. So that was my problem. Put the right moment. gas no. in the Ferrari <laughs> type of thing, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I try I try and do my best. I'm not too hard on myself about it just because i know i need to recover with calories mm-hmm. sometimes i'll you know 
That's it, how the shamrock shakes are huge. Nice. So. I like that. Is it hard for you guys? Like one thing we found or I've found interesting talking to some athletes and you guys talking about practices three times a day, is it hard to remember to eat sometimes with within your day? Uh, yes. Yeah? <laughs> Especially because on Tuesdays and Thursdays specifically we'll lift and swim and then classes in between likely and then mm-hmm. another swim. And it's like even just trying to find time to eat. But then I'll get super hungry, obviously. Right. So, but it's, you want to put decent food in you, but sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to eat whatever, whatever you can find before right. or the next one will not go well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, I'll let you ask. All right. I kind of want to take it back to this weekend because it was a four day meet. So very, very long. We were kind of chatting in our little opening before you guys got here. At what point did you guys know that the title was yours? Because... Y'all were both teams were up by like a hundred after day two, even more. And like, is is I guess for us and for the listeners, like, is a hundred points in a four day meet like that after day two? Is that like a pretty big margin, or is that something that could be you know easily flipped within a day? Uh, yeah. So we've definitely, uh, yeah, previously have had a massive lead as such, and I think. Every team has their strengths and weaknesses, right? So there's going to be a day where you, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt a little bit. Um, I personally, I don't think I ever, until the final score was read, I don't think I, like, ever assumed it. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it can change. Things can change fast, and it's a matter of hundredths of seconds that it could be a twenty point swing just like that right. in one event. So it's. It's pretty hard to uh, to be to be confident until those last couple events, I would say. Yeah. And then I think also going off of that, diving is massive. And so for the women, they had their last day of diving on Saturday, and lacrosse. Like I mean, our main competition was lacrosse, <clears throat> and they have like five divers that could have made the top eight, and our divers did amazing hence why we felt a lot more comfortable towards the end like we definitely knew by the time diving was coming on saturday that we were going to be good but before that it was i think like 10 to 15 points could have we had a little bit more wiggle room but still had to show up but i definitely think everyone was just so like no one really doubted it i guess Mm -hmm. like it was obviously a possibility that we wouldn't but everybody was so excited the energy was there and i just there was like no way people were gonna not do what they needed to do right you guys had the lead and it wasn't one of those things where people got complacent it was yeah. more of like oh everybody else has done so good i it's not my turn mm-hmm. to you know show off show off and show up and and put put my time out there to you know just increase the lead even more yeah and then also going off of what Ian was saying too like different teams have their strengths so like lacrosse is really good at two strokes which is what is on the last day. Yeah. So, like, we were really good coming up to that. But we also had the mile on the last day, which is our amazing distance people. So <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, that was part of it too. So looking at, can you explain a little bit, uh, you know, looking at the schedule here too, something we were kind of talking about, the diving zones that, that are coming up? Because well, you got the, the NCAA championships are after that. But what, for anybody who maybe doesn't really really know, what, what are the NCAA diving zones that are coming up? next week and then i'm gonna to add to that can you please explain to us what a zone a cut is and a zone b cut is yeah <laughs> if city's looking at me like she doesn't know so <laughs> ian you might be our, I, only, our only source yeah, here i'll do my best i'll try not to offend anyone but uh 
<laughs> um, so basically the diver, so we just have conference in NCAAs. The way I think about it, diving has that conference meet, sectional meet, uh, NCAAs. Right. So they have to qualify for that zone meet where then they go to zones. I believe it's next weekend. Yep. Coming next, up next yeah. weekend. They have to get their invites from that zone meet. Got it. Um, so it's just another opportunity for them. Um, and it's one of those things where they have to perform so well during the season to even get invited to that sectional or regional. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So and then those those B and A cuts. So we also have those at swimming, but the B cuts are I forget how they do them. They have some sort of calculation, but you have to hit the B cut to get invited to the zone meet, um, which our divers amazing get those at every meet so mm-hmm. they're crazy but um those a cuts i believe are like an average of all three divisions or like they're super hard to obtain very very difficult which i don't think it makes a difference mm-hmm. um still still get invited to the same meet so it's just that next level i guess because i will i will raise my hand and, and help myself a little here coach will text me after every meet this year and say oh so-and-so hit you know a b cut yeah the zone cut yeah I have no idea what that is, so I just put in the release and hope that some that makes sense yeah. to somebody because I, because I don't. But. Yeah, swimming so, mean, it's it's such a weird sport. It's like I mean, it, it was like this for a high school state, um, but you don't. There's not like a time standard to go to high school state or NCAA's. It's they take the top 16 times in the country in that single event. Mm-hmm. So by getting that B cut, that's like the first step. But it doesn't guarantee you a spot at the end of the year. So, like, Kate, there's a couple guys and a couple girls that had B cuts. Caden Denner, Ben yeah. Keller. Um, I think Ella got one, too. Ella has a couple. Molly Hosack. Um, they got those B cuts, but that doesn't guarantee them a spot into the meet. It's just kind of like that next level um, separates them, you know, tier one. From the rest of the thing. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So I got to ask, you know, recruiting wise or, you know, when you were deciding where to swim or, or you know, kind of going back to your high school days, what was it about Eau Claire? What was it about maybe coach that that kind of drew you uh, to, to the area? I know out of state uh, for you, Sydney. I mean, you're, you're a local kid here, too. But uh, what was what was it about Eau Claire? What was it about coach that uh, that kind of drew you to to be a blue gold? Yeah. So I think swimming that for the Y um, there in Chippewa. All my coaches were swimmers at UW, like current, at the time, current swimmers at Eau Claire. It just kind of rotated through the years. It was, started probably when I was in middle school. Those, it was like Emily and Maggie. Um, and then I got to the, like, the guy I owe all the credit to, like my love and desire for swimming, Nick Hora. And then it just kind of cycled through all these different blue golds that came and coached me. So I already had a great relationship with mm-hmm an understanding of the team and then um obviously i could come to a blue gold meet whenever they swam at home so i'd always come watch and then um annie was super great during the recruiting process i already obviously knew the training style that she did just because that's what i had already been doing with my coaches and she brought the team to my senior night which i thought was really cool to my high school senior night so yeah that, that pretty much sold it i mean a coach that 
want you know wants you on their team and right yeah yeah so awesome that was that was what got me I guess. <laughs> um I didn't know Eau Claire Wisconsin existed but <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at just a ton of random different schools mostly for school mm-hmm. and then I my mom forced me to look at Whitewater on a day off of school and they had a really good environmental science program so I was like, well, I kind of like that, but I really wasn't digging the team. Mm-hmm. The only person that I kind of connected with was a senior, so she was leaving. Right. And, I was like, and the people I stayed with were transferring. I was like, <laughs> okay. But it was also, I was bouncing that with school, so I didn't know. And then Annie emailed me with the, the picture of the river. Gorgeous. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay, wait. So then I visited, and she was, I spent an overnight, and the team was great, so much better than any other visit I had been on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I came back again in January, so there was no school, but she got a meeting with the biology department with me, or, like, the head of the biology department, and I got to meet because I just wanted to know more about school because I hadn't actually done, like, an Eau Claire tour, which is funny. It's the only school I didn't tour. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I would just say the team for sure yeah. made it. Yeah, it made a big difference. I well, was I think, like, I want to go there. <laughs> well, I think that's what you mean. You mentioned it, Coach, getting you in, getting you a meeting with the biology department. I think that's one of the things that isn't talked about as much is that a lot of our coaches have the ability to set recruits up with, you know, whatever major department they want to go into. Yeah, and that was cool. I've never heard that before. And, that was really cool and, and it happens a lot, and it's because of, of the longstanding relationship that athletics has had with the education side of the university mm-hmm. is, you know, if if somebody is, is very – I mean, we had Mitch on last week for the business, mm-hmm. school of business. I got to imagine Chip had – I mean, I know he came here for school, but I got to imagine Chip had, had done his, you know, done his due diligence and got him a meeting with, you know, the school of business. Same goes for, you know, all the coaches right. here on campus. And I think that just kind of shows the recruits worth a little bit more in a sense of like, hey, we're going to take this extra step to get you the time to sit down one-on-one and kind of, you know, let you take it all in and digest what the school has to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't I don't think I even asked for it. I'm pretty sure she offered it because I was like, I, I liked the team. I just don't feel like I know what the school is like because of my visit. I just stayed with the team right um and she was like oh well i can just get you to talk to whoever you want like just let me know and i was like okay so she's very big on like school as well which in my mind like yeah athletics is great it's an awesome part of the experience but that's what i'm here for Mm -hmm. and so i was glad she feels the same nice well and i i gotta say it it definitely worked out because you were named judy kruckman scholar (laughs) athlete of the year so first off, congratulations on that. Thank you. Did you have a? Did you first off? Did she tell you that she was nominating you? Yeah, because I had to send in my paperwork. Stuff. Yeah. Did you think you had a shot at it? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't really thinking about it too much. I was like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Here's my stuff. But yeah. it, that's and that's got to be. I mean, just reading through your body, reading through through the not only the application form because I had to sign it, but also put together a release and all that stuff like your work within, like, the honors program and stuff like that, like, it's, do a lot. While also, you know, performing at a very high level for swimming. Like, for both of you, like, because I know Coach, like you said, is very, very adamant about, like, schooling. And I know we kind of talked about at the beginning, but, like, as you've gone through the years and you've gotten to be upperclassmen, does it get easier balancing school and sports? 
I think you're used to it, and I think school-wise for sure, but as I got older, I got involved in more things other than just class. <laughs> so, like, that was kind of hard to balance, I guess, but it's also so many people on our team do the same thing. Like, there's a ton of people that do research, and, like, my roommate Brett is the president of the university, but also, like, still doing swimming and diving. So it's just, I guess when you have that group of people around you who do that as well, it's, like, a little, I guess it's easier mm-hmm. to manage. Yeah. Anything to add on that? Yeah, no, I, I would agree with her. I, I, I don't think it gets easier per se but you definitely know how to manage it a little better and yeah you just kind of muscle memory type of thing i guess Mm -hmm. related to sports it's just you just get used to it all right before i get to some lightning round questions for you because my limited interaction with her coach seems to be kind of calm cool all that what she likes though when when (laughs) when it's game time does she yell ever (laughs) (laughs) she can yeah, maybe. I don't think she, it's a, a yell yell like no. you would think, but she gets serious. She, like this whole last week, she was, you could see it. You could, she's focused, like one of the most focused people uh, I know. Like, um, yeah. And it, it, the energy is, her. the energy she gives off just makes you want to succeed and win. So I think mm-hmm. that plays a big factor um, into what we accomplished mm-hmm. i guess yeah. yeah i mean i pretty much agree with that <laughs> i don't know if i have much more yeah um yeah so what's the quick what's the what's the mindset here now in the next couple of weeks for for you guys what's what's on the plan what's the game plan and getting ready and all that stuff uh personally i'm looking forward to breaking out the golf clubs yeah um, <laughs> what do you mean nationals is just a couple weeks away i uh no yeah i'll i'll get back in the water i don't i don't really have a shot of qualifying um this year um but i'm excited to get back in the water i'm a senior this year but i have my covid year from freshman mm-hmm. year so i'll be coming back uh is that the first anybody's hearing that we're breaking news? I guess, yeah. We can right, break it. News. Yes! We can credit to the Ian Dan, Olsen is Dan coming Cashman. back for his fifth year. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'll get back in the water here pretty soon. But I got a few more few more shamrock shakes and definitely some rounds of golf to, uh, to get home here soon. So That's awesome. Um, I got my foot-long cookie from Subway yesterday. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I've been waiting on that one, so that was really good. <laughs> Uh, our four med relay and a couple others have maybe a chance in nationals. So I've been swimming this week. We'll know by the end of the week. So I'll cut back on those cookies until I find <laughs> out. But I had to at least try it. Absolutely. <laughs> so. All right. Let's uh, end her here with some lightning round questions. Okay. Some very deep diving, philosophical type of questions. Favorite food? Steak and mashed potatoes. What kind of steak? Like, how do you like your steak? Medium, medium well? Medium rare. Medium rare, okay. Potatoes of, like, any kind. Okay. Like, mashed, scallops, Fries. Fries. All oh, that yeah. stuff? Okay. Yeah. You want to ask it, or do you just want me to ask it? Just ask it. Okay. Does pineapple belong on a pizza? No. Yeah. I could do it. I can eat it. I'm not going to. I'm with ch- you. Ha! I'm with you. Absolutely not. <laughs> I thought of you last week. He's not week, my best friend. Though. I thought of you last week, though. We ordered Papa Murphy's, and right there on the front was an advertisement, half pepperoni, half Canadian pineapple, mm. and 
Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's our pizza." If you and I ever want to, I was gonna say, "You want me to order out, it for breakfast next week?" Hang out sometime, have a pizza. You can have your half, and I'll have my half. So easy. <laughs> uh, favorite movie? Probably Ocean's Eleven. Ooh, classic. Going old school. I like that. I don't know. Maybe My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Love that. Really? Movie. That oh, yeah. that one? Okay. The original. I like them all, but the original. I like that you guys are giving a little shout out to to the Pat. Nothing like current or anything like that. Yeah. You know, a little bit yeah. older, not yeah. too old, but a little bit older. Uh, with that, are you guys binge watching, streaming anything right now, or what was the last thing you did uh, binge watch? I'm watching Fargo right now. Okay, pretty. I finished season one. And that was pretty awesome. Okay. I don't know if you guys. Yep. Yep. It's pretty good. Um, last thing I binge watched was Love Island with my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's funny and you can just turn your brain off. So. Yes. Yeah. Favorite hobby outside of swimming? Uh, Is it golf? I like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I played. I played golf in high school. That was my second sport. So I, I'm eager. I got. I just got new clubs. What kind? Year. I got the Mizuno. Okay. They're almost blades. Yeah. I'm You're a blade one. Man. Yeah. I, I need the forgiveness. I'm excited. Yeah. I I hurt my shoulder, so I didn't get to play at all last year so i got to use them i took them out to the range i got like 20 swings in i'm like this isn't gonna work so i'm i'm very excited to get back out there nice um i say as of recent my friend becca also a swimmer got me into like bouldering climbing and also not outside but like inside gotcha and also she took me snowboarding once and that was really fun and then it wasn't snowy enough afterwards (laughs) so i would like to do that again yeah <laughs> favorite music? Country. Favorite country artist though? Luke Combs. Okay. <laughs> Fast car? I'm also also country. Probably Jason Aldean. Okay. Well you guys are in the right area for country music oh. for festivals and that. Oh, yeah. Uh I'll ask it. Favorite book? You guys have one? Sydney's like, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> I feel like I haven't read since I was in like nine. I can't remember who it's by but there's a plane for pizza by one of those big name guys but it's about a they start like this these old retired um football players from america move out to italy and they start like uh they have like a semi-pro yeah i know what you're talking about yep i've heard about that it's a pretty good book Yeah. yeah okay i've heard about that but i uh biggest influence in your life From favorite food (laughs) to biggest influence. (laughs) I think I say both of my parents for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. They've just always been super supportive. They always tell me I can do whatever I want. And I don't know. They made me believe that for my whole life. So I think in the pool and out of the pool, they've both been a great influence for me. Yeah. (laughs) Ian's been thinking hard on this one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I would. I guess I would say my parents as well. I I just have such a great um, support system around me. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Favorite athlete as a kid? <laughs> just like, oh no. <laughs> it was uh, it was Jordan Weaver in gymnastics, okay. and then also Simone Biles, obviously. Yeah, she's queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to do it. Probably say Jay Cutler. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, probably. <laughs> you have a Jay Cutler vibe to you a little bit. I'm I have. Whoa, 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 I'm going to Devin Hester, uh, <laughs> Brandon Marshall. Yeah, wow. Just all the greats. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, he kind of looks like Jay a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> kind of the very calm, cool, relaxed. Yeah. Sort yeah. of. Right. What would you think I was getting at? No, just that he your, jokes your facial games? Your facial expression <laughs> when you just started listing Bears quarterbacks was just priceless. <laughs> Jay Cutler was the greatest number six in Packers history. <laughs> Oh my god! Ouch! <laughs> was Jim McMahon the best number nine then? Probably. Has yeah. to be. Has He'd be to up be. there. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, <laughs> we could go all day on this. Right. I love it. Uh, favorite uh, favorite sport? I guess it's kind of the same as hobby because you said golf, but you're gymnastics. So I'm going to throw that one out there, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So uh, this one's just for you. I already know him. Favorite team? Oh, the Bears. You kidding me? Oh, you're uh-uh. from Illinois. That's right. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord Almighty! How about that? So, all right. Did you have any before we let these uh, kids go? No, I'm no? good. You good? Well, guys, uh, congratulations on this uh, past weekend, and uh, still best of luck coming up. And are you coming back next year? That's that's an unknown. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I tried, Nick. I tried to break the young. It's news. potential. I just don't know yet. Okay. So, well, if you do, we'll get you back on too. Okay. But uh, thanks for coming in, guys. Yes, we, thank we you. We appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. And again, congratulations on a fantastic season, and still best of luck for what's to come too. So, thanks thank for having you. us. You got it. And that's going to do it for us on this episode of the Rollin' with the Golds podcast. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the Rollin' with the Golds podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And while you're there, if you could, give us a positive rating and a positive review so others can find the podcast. For Nick Hoven, I'm Dan Casper, and we will talk to you on the next episode of Rollin' with the Golds.